Welcome to the Business of Being a Woman, the podcast where we share the honest and sometimes messy truth of navigating life as a woman who wants more. I'm Hannah, a naturopath and human design coach for women in business. And I'm Phoebe, a women's self-love, mindset and business coach. In a world of tired women settling for good enough, we're asking and answering the uncomfy questions that will help you raise the standard of how you experience yourself, your body, your relationships, your business and your life. It's time to do what women do best. Let's talk some shit. (laughs) All right, guys, we are back with some big questions that we are commonly seeing in our clients. And today we really want to talk about launches. Like, am I a launch girl? Am I an evergreen girl? There's so many options now that I think we see. I feel like we see a lot on the internet about how good evergreen is and how you can just have these marketing products and they just sit there and everyone buys them. Um, But we also know the reality of that is sometimes that's not always the case for people. And at the same time, launches can be so exhausting. So, you know, people are often asking like, can I just pull off this evergreen thing? And is there anything in the middle, which I think um, I've certainly experienced now and it's lovely in there. (laughs) So we'd love to talk about launches and evergreen and yeah, what option is right for your business? And like everything, obviously it's so nuanced and about your energy and about the product and everything like that. So it can be so different. Are you a launch gal, Hannah? I think I am a launch gal historically only because historically (laughs) I've been, I'm a, like, I'm a creative, like I'm, like I said, like love creating new offers. Like that's my zone of genius. Um, but yeah, there's no not been an offer where I'm like, I want to continue doing this every single week for the rest of my business journey. So mm. I haven't wanted to have something that's like people can constantly come into. Um, I am playing around with how I make fully charged and like a woman evergreen, but in a very different way um, to the typical classic evergreen model. And I would say I want to go evergreen with my core big offer, which is coming it's in (laughs) tbc it's it's in the works um but i think i think you again like i've been saying this in the last episode but it's like i think you have to earn your evergreen status Mm, yeah because for an offer to get evergreen like then launches are amazing because you aren't like you learn so much about messaging you 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 figure out your blind spots. You have conversations with people post-launch where you're like, they were like keen to sign up, but they didn't like what wasn't right about either the offer or the messaging. So launches really give you data to get your marketing really, really good and to get the offer really, really good. Mm. So that once it's evergreen, you know it's good, you know it sells, you know it converts. Like I think until you can say you've got an excellent offer that gets people results and that consistently converts, you can't really go evergreen. That's my opinion anyway. I also think people really misunderstand what evergreen is going to be like and they go in there with the wrong intention. People go, I want an evergreen offer because I don't want to do marketing all day, every day. Yeah. My dude, if you want your evergreen to sell, you need to be marketing and showing up just as much as everyone doing the launch. There can be a different... Um, like it's a different game of pressure. Yeah, it's There's just not, not the as urgency much and pressure. Intensity, but mm. if you want it to sell, like the the marketing level is the same amount. Like it is, especially at this level of business that we're usually talking about for our clients. And when you're building to like 10K months and that sort of space, that 
you are going to have to market just as much. You still have to build a full personal brand. You still need to have as many conversations with people. People aren't just jumping into your evergreen because it's sitting there on your website. They're getting on it because your marketing spoke to them enough times. You spoke to them enough times that they're finally ready to do that. So I think often people have that misconception about evergreen that it's going to be easier and it's not yeah you know none of it's just easy like that like it Mm. comes in different forms and different ways and depends on yeah how you're connecting with people your messaging your marketing and absolutely like people if you just launch like how many of us have done it just launched something and had it on the website that is like I have an offer that is so good like my mini courses and I just can't I actually can't be bothered launching it evergreen properly like I can't be bothered putting that effort in to make it evergreen in a way that anyone buys it because it needs so much funnels and support and marketing and everything behind it that I'm focused on different things right now and I'm focused on the launching but I also definitely want to touch on here that there are so many options between launching an evergreen because even you know like on the far end of the spectrum launching is like we've got like a five-day open cart and we do months of prep and teasing and blah 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 and get to this like one little tiny open cart time that gives everyone heaps of FOMO and then hopefully you have this big massive launch in that time and then on the far end of the evergreen spectrum it's like we just have something that sits on our website and people buy it when they want to buy it but there's so much in between there there's like soft launching there's evergreen that is still a live program but people can come in anytime so there's not a set date and there's so much in between to help you find what actually works for your energy and what actually works for your program and that you actually feel really passionate about as well. Mm-hmm. 100%. And yeah, I love that, that like people who just don't want to launch because <laughs> they actually just don't like marketing or they yeah. haven't found a way to market that is aligned with their energy, that feels good, that's authentic to their voice and their personality. Or they're so scared of their launch flopping. Yes. Which is genuine, dudes. We are all fucking terrified of flopping. It sucks. It sucks the most. It's one of the worst sucks that you get in business. But it's, as Hannah said, one of the best learning experiences you can go through. Mm -hmm. And if it teaches you as well, all the things Hannah said about marketing and messaging and connecting with people, it teaches you that. And it teaches you to hold the vision through the ups and downs of business because that's not going to be the first and only time something doesn't work for you. So can you hold it through that and get up tomorrow and run the program anyway with one person in it or launch it again, bigger and better, even though no one signed up the first time or like do that investigation into why no one signed up and do all of that learning and growing or are you going to let that just be the thing that kills you because if it's not the launch failing, there's going to be something else if you let yourself be Mm -hmm. that easily affected by these major things. And launches are so good for both business growth and personal growth. And Mm. even if the launch flops, you have probably put out content and marketing like 10 times more than what you had been. So that momentum is still there for your other offers, for your one-to-one, for so many different things. Like you've built a lot of trust and authority Mm. in your launch. Yeah. That even if it hasn't paid off right now, reps are reps like it it will pay off eventually Mm. and there might just be something you need to um shift or you might genuinely just not have the full authority in that space yet yeah and like audience or the sales skills like all those things they like until you build all of them 
like that's it is going to show in your launch and in the numbers that you get and everything like that and that is part of your growth and part of your journey and you can't Mm. yeah I think Amanda Francis her first group program she had like she could count the number of people on one hand how many Mm. people signed up to her first group program yeah even if look at her program now imagine if she had a stopped because she didn't get the numbers that she wanted yeah like oh and Every story is like that. Every single person you see online with a big presence, like if they had a killer launch the first time, it was probably because they were already an influencer or something. They already had a massive audience off the back of something. Like I can pretty much guarantee (laughs) nearly every person who launches a program is going to have a launch that depending how you look at it, flops. Like when I launched the Best Life Blueprint the first time I had three people and there were times where I was like, this sucks. Like, this is not what I wanted. This was not the goal. And there were other times where I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, I cannot wait to run this with three people and it'd be so good and so juicy and spend this time with them. And at the same time, I'm so grateful. I don't have 20 people in here on day one. Like, what the fuck would I do with myself? I don't know how to actually manage that many people. And all of that taught me so much. And then the momentum of that launch is then what paid off in my next launches because like you said that is one of the most beautiful things about the online world is all of your effort compounds over time everything that you do no matter how many people sign up no matter how many people buy everyone who even a tiny bit thought about it saw all of that felt all of that read all of that and like even if you think about all those statistics that we throw around of like people need to see your shit like 30 times you need to connect with them like 30 times and different ways before they're really comfortable ready to buy and that doesn't always have to be the case but I do think it's the case when we are not absolute magicians in our marketing yet like if we're just telling people the same things 30 times all those reps you put on over that launch count and we'll we'll build up 100 percent, 100 percent. and I think um yeah it's just finding a way to do a launch that still feels good for you mm. and to not I think launches taught me the most about my undefined root center in PhD and learning to sell market and launch in a way that was not coming from an ego place. That wasn't coming from a not self place. And that wasn't coming from pressure. Mm. It was just genuine desire to serve and to help. Yeah. And like, I think I've learned the most about myself and I think I've grown the most because of launches, because I've had to do the shady work, <laughs> like yeah. looking at my ego and looking at, yeah, so many parts of like being a high performer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you lean in and out, where you let those moments affect you. And, and you know, like I want to honour that as well, that part of that journey is being really hurt, <laughs> like embarrassed and all of those things like we have to go through those feelings and feel them and let them be seen. This isn't like when you launch flops, you just have to be like a tough bitch and not feel any of it. Like you're going to feel it, but just can you let it be felt and carry on anyway, you know, because mm. that's what I mean. It's healing. Cause it's like, you're letting those parts of yourself be felt like feel through mm. and process that emotion and then realize that, Oh, I'm okay. Yeah. Can oh, I still be worthy? Still whole worthy, loved, I'm still making an impact. I'm still following my purpose. I'm still doing something that is big and bold and brave and I'm allowing myself to be seen in that. If I can still love myself at the end of that process, like that's powerful and that's where business teaches you so much. 
Mm-hmm. One, yeah, I just mm. yeah can't agree more. Yeah, with that. So I, yeah, I don't think there's such thing as a launch person and an evergreen person. No, I kind of think like I think at this phase of business, this is definitely an opinion that I hold and try to encourage in most of my clients that are operating like under 10k months at this time. There is probably someone with a bigger audience, more experienced than you with way more testimonials doing a course somewhat similar to whatever you're trying to offer. So if you are just offering something evergreen with no live support and no access to you, it's really hard to convince someone that they should buy yours when you don't have all the social proof and you don't have all the time in the market and you're not doing as good a marketing as they are. And probably they can even offer it cheaper because they're mass selling and mass producing. So I do always recommend that you do something live. And the other piece of this is that you're so passionate about what you do that like, are you passionate about chucking something on the internet and never looking at it again? Like that's not actually passion, right? We're passionate about, passionate about creation and seeing people go through that transformation and supporting them through that. So like we're not at this phase of our business yet where we're just trying to put stuff on the internet and never think about it again. We actually want to be there and experience people's journey and support them through that. And your value and what you bring to the world is going to be that access to you. So like how can you give that to people in a way that feels really good to you? It doesn't have to be like all day, every day access, but adding like a biweekly call or something to your program changes it completely. So if you can offer that live element, then yes, we have to move a little bit more into the launch style to bring people in. But at the same time, you can also, I'm a big fan of, the soft launch now. <laughs> I'm loving. Do you want to explain launch. to people what a soft launch is? Yeah. For me, a soft launch is like a very long open launch, right? So for example, my mastermind, I started selling it in November. I actually sold out a full round of the mastermind, 10 people in November, and it doesn't start until February. So that meant that I had so much space to, you know, generate leads, have conversations with people, my marketing was kind of just my marketing. Like, yes, it's leading towards the mastermind. I'm talking about business, but I'm always talking about those things because that, that's but, what I'm about. Yeah. And but front facing publicly, people didn't know you were offering a mastermind yet. For a yeah, I actually hadn't even announced it publicly. And I, it's not, I don't think that has to be part of your soft launch. I think you can tell people, like I've been telling people for months now that it's on. And I just part of my lead generation and sales process was that I invite people to free calls. So then when they're on those calls, yes, they can sign up to something that I have right now, or they can sign up to something that starts in February. But, you know, to make that all come together, there's different things that you can do. Make sure you're still doing all that lead generation and sales stuff and not just like, you know, I don't have to do anything for months kind of vibe, but also like, offering bonuses and things like that to sign on early and give people early support so that they've got something to hold on to until the program starts. But that was so spacious to me to be like, I've got like four months to fill this program, to feel it out, to like really speak to these people and make sure I'm creating exactly what they need. And then I still had all this room to like, if I get a month or two out and I've not sold as many places as I want, I can speed up into a full blown launch if that's what I need to do. But I don't love the energy requirement of a full blown launch. And most people will look at me and think like, I show up day to day, nearly the way people do in a launch anyway, but that just feels 
spacious to me and if I miss a day it's not the end of the world and I trust myself I'm going to show up tomorrow and I just have all this time for that consistency to compound and so much time to have conversations and everything like that and sell people into it really early um, and get to way before February and have already sold out so many places is so just comforting and like lovely to the nervous system, lovely so to everyone to around me. Group. Everyone's getting such good energy. And yeah, like I'm forever battling that pressure feeling. So I don't, you know, to find a way that this works for me where I don't have to fight that every day. Like the pressure comes up for me and I can be like, this is not necessary. There's heaps of space, there's heaps of time. And so I can let it fade away. Whereas in a launch, it's hard to have that conversation with yourself because there's not a lot of time. It's all happening. The, qu- the the conversation was a little bit more like I've done everything that I can do. This pressure is not necessary anymore, but it still felt quite intense for me. And so I love a live program and I love people being in community together. So at this point in the way that I'm launching the masterminds this year, it feels good to me to have that live launch date of when we're starting. But the marketing and the sales process being really long and spacious has just been like so yummy and just not an option that I think many people think about. I know for me, it took me a minute to be like, am I going to sell this in November? Like that's so far away. But I just started bringing it up on my sales calls because I was like, I don't want to keep filling my one-to-ones. And some of the people that were talking to me, I was like, I just know this is the answer for you. So I started offering it and yeah, it just, it broke those beliefs for me really fast as well. Cause people were like, yes, please. And I was like, oh, there you go. People, people are into whatever you are confident in. And yeah, yeah that was really cool to see. It was cool to witness too. Mm. Very cool to witness. Cause yeah, I haven't done that in my business before. And I was like, my undefined roots. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yeah, man. that is the way. <laughs> well, Cause the thing is, if you're going hard launch, one of your marketing tactics is urgency. There is a deadline, mm. but on the flip side of that is you have to hold urgency in your body. Mm-hmm. And for someone with an undefined route, that is a lot of pressure in your system that you have to constantly be regulating. Yeah. And something I'm so big on is like heart-led sales, honoring people's journeys. Like we understand like people's human design authority so well. We understand that people make decisions in different ways. A five-day open cart of nothing but FOMO actually doesn't suit my values. I know I'm going to trick a few people over the edge in that process that maybe weren't actually meant to be in the program or weren't that totally aligned or I didn't have time to have the vetting conversations I wanted to have with them to make sure everyone was on board and they're safe or they're going to come into this program with a highly dysregulated nervous system, still freaking out about the investment they had to make in this very short period of time, all that sort of stuff. Like I've loved seeing that even though there's lots of time, there are strategies I've put in place to encourage people to make a decision early, but given being able to give them all that room to really go through their process. There are people I spoke to in November that are signing up now and to be able to give them that room to go through that journey and not have to pressure them or force them or like try to coach them through that decision and genuinely give them that space that now when they're signing up, they're like a a slightly different human being to who I talked to in the beginning because they've led themselves through that process and they feel really good signing up and they're not signing up with this pressure on me of like I've really convinced this person to sign up and now I have to hold all that responsibility. 
they have gone through their process and decided this is the right investment for me and I'm willing to take this risk and believe in myself and that is such a different energy to come in with as well. So I love that that has really aligned with my values as well and also just like a new strategy that I get to teach in the heart-led sales space. Yeah. And what's your opinion on part of the launch process having sales calls versus DM for the link versus DM to have a chat about it? I mean, I love DM to have a chat about it. DM for the link is, to me, DM sales and um, like call-based sales, yes, I'll really look into someone's energy and their sales skills because to have a conversation in the DMs that's going to close already is like a very deep sales skill. You usually learn that sales skill by talking to people face-to-face to begin with. And also I just find in this space, like under the 10K a month mark, We're still in this era because our content isn't absolutely crushing yet. When your content and your visibility, like... You've already built, you've got trust. You've built the trust, you've built the authority. Every single post you're doing is hitting people and it's not the only way they're seeing you, right? They're not just seeing posts, you're also engaging on all their posts. You're in their DMs, they're responding to your stories, you're in their emails, like you're coming at them from every direction. People who have got all those systems set up and all of that quality in their content and their messaging are doing enough in that space that people feel really safe and ready by the time they send that DM to actually close in the DMs. For most of us, when we're under that 10K space and we're still growing and building our businesses and figuring out the messaging and everything, we're not actually so good at that part that people do need a little bit of time and space with us to like experience our coaching, experience our support, experience our product in a mini way. While you're still in the process of articulating exactly. Yeah, because you, you, you know, we all know that when we're actually in front of someone, when they actually get a taste of what we do, we're like, we know that it'll be so good for them. But so if they need to see that, if you know you're so good at what you're doing, but people aren't buying it, then you need to get them on the phone so they can see how good you are at what you're doing. If people are seeing it through all your content, through everything you're sharing, you're hitting them from every angle, they're getting all of their questions, all of their fears answered through content that you are providing, then they probably will be ready to sign up in the DMs. So you just need to be really honest with yourself. Am I crushing, crushing in my DMs and stuff in that way? And you'll know because of how many leads you're getting in terms of people literally sliding in your DMs being like, hey, what are your options? Like how much does it cost? What do I do? versus people that you're having to like really generate conversation with or are slowly like tapping stuff on your stories and stuff like that, then they they need a bit more warm up. And so I do think like till you surpass that level, free calls or like connecting with people face-to-face is the fastest way for you to make sales and also learn all those sales skills so later you can move into the DMs. I definitely don't recommend it Mm. until you know that you're nailing all that other stuff. Yeah, I think it's an easy way to speed Mm. the process up of getting clients. Kind of the same as well when we talk about launches and stuff. Like if you're just going to launch a program and just have the sign up button on your website. like not enough, babe. Yeah, it's not like you're leaving it all up to them. You're going, well, there's this, well, there's a web page, so it's got a FAQ. Like what else do you need, you know, and people and if that's the only true content you're giving them, like if they've not seen it so beautifully articulated and messaged directly to them of their exact pain points and pleasure points and desires and heart and authority and everything, like 
then they need a little bit more before they're ready to go over the line. And and if all it was going to take was 30 minutes on a call with you, wouldn't you do it? Like, of course you would. So I, I definitely like, yeah, yeah, I'm about that. And I think because your offer has to get, like it has to build its own brand and mm-hmm. you need social proof that eventually, like you're saying, they need to be able to self-identify. Eventually once you've done a few rounds or you've had people through and you're sharing on your stories, you've got testimonials, you've got so much social proof of that offer, people don't need as long. They don't need the big process because that social proof is pretty much the answering the questions Mm. that they need to have with you by getting on the call and being like, is this for me? Yeah, they can see it because they can see themselves in one of your past clients. And am I going to get a result? Well, yeah, she did and she was having the same problems as I did. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's those specifics of like I need to see myself in your stories, in your testimonials, in your past clients succeeding and then I could be like, okay, cool, it is for me. Otherwise, if you can't show me that and you don't know how to articulate that yet without testimonials or you don't have the testimonials yeah, if you don't to have get, social proof, yeah. then get me on the phone and talk yeah. directly to me about here's my issue and here's how it's going to apply in this program and how we're going to get you the transformation that you want and then they will feel so confident. And, like, I, I believe, like, yeah, a good – a good sales call, like life-changing. You can get so many, so many more sales through that way. And then the the strategy for that is that we just need to be like reaching out to more people, not just waiting for people to book free calls because same, they don't know what they don't know sometimes. And if your content isn't hitting all those parts, like invite them in. Mm, very true. Mm. Very true. Yeah, I love how you did that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, in evergreen models as well, like there's also that option of, there's so much more to Evergreen than just plonking a program on your website and letting people buy it when they want to buy it. An Evergreen product can be actually a live program that just runs year round and people can join at any time. So that takes off the pressure of like one launch date. People could join every month of the year and you're just selling it year round, but you have live Q and A's or coaching calls or trainings or whatever it is in that program all the time. So it's like, it's yeah, and Evergreen like, is a constant launch. It's yeah, not a never like launch. memberships and memberships. Evergreen masterminds. Yeah, great examples of live Evergreen. Yeah, yeah. There's heaps of those going on that could be so powerful. And yeah, I think people get really caught up in the the passive income dream of I'm just going to have a couple of courses on my website and then that's it. And yeah, oh, yeah, so if painful if to create that and then if, no one's. Yeah, if the, your main reason for doing something is because of the money. Mm. I'd question it. Yeah. I'd just run it back through yeah. your heart and your gut and wherever your authority is because – And usually if you've created a course or you're trying to create something like that, like you're actually passionate about the topic. You're not actually just passionate about the money. You've like got a bit caught up in the internet and all those reels that say you can make a million billion dollars and actually what you deeply desire is to share this with people. So like – let them be on that journey live with you in some format. And again, that can be so many different formats. It can be live calls. It can be Q&A. It can be training where they don't even get to talk. You just get to talk. It can be just through chat support. It can be voice notes. It can be mm-hmm. whatever access feels really good to and you. And it can be one-to-one. It can be yeah. group. Like you can have evergreens where there is no group component to it. Yeah. One-to-one. Coaching is an evergreen program that you run year-round available when you have spots available. That's that's a live evergreen program that you offer. Mm. I love that. I love, I love live. 
that's what I love. I love actually being able to talk to people and being with them and and I think most people love that. And the fear probably is that See, I disagree. You don't you don't think so? No. I think there's energy types that don't love anyone. Don't love live. Mm. Do you think it's an amount of live? Because I yeah. do think Yeah, humans are meant to connect. Yeah. So for me I'm like some people are meant to have two clients a week that pay like 50 grand each, like you know, and then there's other people that maybe are meant to host like 10 or 15 calls a week. Mm. But and this is where it depends if your zone of genius is teaching or mentoring or that coaching archetype, then yeah. But if your zone of genius is in content creation mm. or um, research and like more academic style education, then potentially like you love being deep diving into research and being like a slow burn with like doing like building out a book or yeah because I know not everyone would be a coach or doing the work for clients like yeah if you're like a social media manager or something you don't want to be on a phone call with clients Mm -hmm. all the time you want to know what they want and then you want to like hang out in your room and get that shit done on your own and that's yeah or building websites or yeah more like different types of service delivery yeah um so yeah I don't think everyone like I'm just thinking of some energetic types mm, that don't love live. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. And not not necessarily that like you're a projector, not that like specific things in their chart. Yeah, yeah, I, but I mean that's the beauty of all of these different models. Like definitely to just keep looking a little bit outside the box. That there's not just launch your little heart out for eight weeks of mm. absolute pressure filled craziness, which adrenaline that some people absolutely mm. love. Um, but that's why having a coach and mentor is just invaluable. Yeah. Because often you can't see what other the, options yeah, are there. You don't yeah. know them. Yeah. Or you're unaware or you just can't see how it comes together because you're too mm. far in it and you're too deep in it. Or you only see the dream and you don't see the outside thing. Like as much as we just talked about Evergreen, how you're actually marketing all the time, it's the same as your launches. People say, oh, I just want to launch because I want to work for eight weeks of the year. And then not have to do anything the other however long because I'm just in delivery. Not true, dude. If you just pop up at day zero of your eight-week launch and start trying to tell people there's something going on and you've not been warming them up for the other 300 days of the year, like it's not going to work. It's the same. Well, I've seen it work. But again, (laughs) you need need tens of thousands of dollars to put into Facebook ads and you need to know how to actually – convert with Facebook ads into a, a free like you need a big webinar series you need a big yeah highly 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 successful your launch is going to be basically you need to wild. be so <laughs> you need to be very very good at top of level yeah which means you need to be very good at creating something and getting it to the masses if you can't do that quickly if you don't have the skills to do that quickly which most people we help don't yeah like if you're not a Facebook ads genius or a lead like a lead gen genius yeah then you can't and you're not prepared to invest that type of yeah, money, time, team into that situation. Like, yeah, it's not it's yeah. not one of the options that feel very readily available. But, yeah, I've spent thousands of dollars with people who they don't post anything for 90% of the year. Yeah. And I found them because of their ads. Yeah, true. And yeah. I went ads, through, I ads went through their funnel, things. which but they're, they're – lead gen content and the stuff that they were putting in the launch was so valuable yeah so valuable Mm, fun 
And so they had nailed that process. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just don't want to rely, rely on that until yeah. you've done the little stuff and you know what converts and you know a, a system that if you put money into that system, you, <laughs> it's going to pay off. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's high level. Yeah. So it can be kind, done. Kind of the same level. story. It's like when we're saying, yeah, all those things that sound like the dream, you, you have to have the system around it nailed. So don't just – don't just pop into your business being like, I'm just going to operate on the dream. I'm just going to have an evergreen um, product and everyone's going to buy it. And I don't have to do all the work around that. Like people, your content needs to be so freaking good for that to work. Or, um, you know, don't just pop up and think, oh, I'll just do a launch in eight weeks and not do anything else of the year. Like your ads and your processes around that need to be so freaking good for that to work. So you can, but just make sure that's who you are and that's what you know how to do and that's what your team's up to and you've got all of that support around you. Yeah, 100%. Mm, the dream. I don't know why, but I really want to talk in this about um, like high ticket affiliate marketing because I know mm. a lot of people are in that and they are, they kind of get sold that same dream, right, of you, you're just selling this high level thing and everything else is all the systems are built out for you and you don't have to do the hustle. And yes, you don't have to like show up for call delivery or stuff like that, but you still have to run marketing year round. You still have to talk to just as many people. You still need to generate leads. You still need to have sales conversations. You still need to market and connect with people in your content. It's the same kind of thing. Like that, We love to say that things are easy and they get to be easy, but they get to be easy because they're you. And that's what creates the showing up every day and the consistency that is required. But there's no like, yeah, magic pill where you don't do any work and then the thing like just is perfect at the end or you only do this tiny slice of the work. Like you always need, you almost always need to build the personal brand and the system and the strategy and all that sort of stuff to make any, any form of launch work well. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm. Are we good on launches? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I feel like we spoke to a lot of different things there. Yeah, that was good. I know that launching is such a big piece of our businesses and finding the right style that works for you, same as everything, sometimes takes a few trial and errors and just yeah. honour that and allow that and hold the vision through all of it because there will be some ups and downs. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. See ya. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on your social media and tag us on Instagram at Hannah Ann Co and at Best Life Phoebe. And we're so excited to see you next week.